0: Hi, and welcome to the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, one of the owners of EWR Digital.
1: And my name is Matt Bertram. I'm your
0: digital strategist for today. You may realize that I am in the correct place, but the other guy over there, I mean, although he's in the correct place here, right? We can see the, the bobblehead right there. He's definitely in the correct what Show that again, Matt.
1: Where where are you? Well, I'm in Riodosa, uh, and, uh, you know, we're doing some uh, skiing here, so I got everybody – out at the lodge right now skiing. So hopefully we can knock this podcast before they get back.
0: Yeah, so. you're like, I, I need to do a podcast. You guys need to get out. <laughs> get out. Go have some fun out in the snow. Um, hey, uh, I actually don't have my notes. So there's a couple things that we want to cover. First, uh, we'd like you to connect with us. Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at youtube.com forward slash best SEO podcast. You can go to tiktok.com forward slash at the best. I think it's at best SEO podcast. Just search for us. You'll find us. Please connect with us. Um, and please follow us. And also please share. Uh, we do have a sponsor. We want to talk about that sponsor. Uh, the sponsor is SE Ranking. Just like right like right now, as you're about to hear Matt talk about some of the benefits of SE Ranking, an amazing search engine optimization software, go to bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE ranking and get registered and try this out but but Matt talk a little bit about how the things that you like about SE ranking.
1: Well, first off, SE rankings won a ton of awards, so it's it's not like new to the game, right? Um they're mostly out of Europe, or they're a Ukrainian company. Uh, I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. Uh, really started using their software, fantastic. Like this is like if you're using like other platforms HRs uh, ahrefs, se uh, sem rush um, some of the other ones like they're more established they're built on um old framework right they're built on old technology like they they're they're a little bit dated um now I think uh ahrefs has done a good job updating it sem rankings going a little bit different direction uh typically like when you start a business you start with like what uh, you absolutely need and what you want. And right now as an SEO today, uh, you need certain things. And SEO ranking is dedicated to building those things and growing those things. I know that I went off on a little bit of a tangent there, but what I could tell you is just the user interface, the tools. Um, it, it's just so nice. Um, it's so nice. Everything that I'm needing as an SEO today, where I'm looking at data, what I'm trying to do, content I'm trying to create, Um, They're focused on all these things and they build it where it's in a team atmosphere. So you can share, you can comment. Um, You know, it's not quite like a CRM, but if you're doing SEO work and you're working as a team, it's really nice to use that. We're using that uh, as a whole. I would just, um, you know, if you're using one of the other platforms out there and doing SEO, which I'm sure you probably are um, super affordable, uh, great, um, great option. And then, you know, using it for 30 days, Uh, because things are in a little bit different spot. But I think once you start using it, you like it like the other tools. So I'll just encourage you, if you're using another tool, check this out. Typically, with a lot of these tools, you want to like use multiple tools, which we do to triangulate the tools. So I'm not saying any tools specifically bad or good. Um, I'm even actually dealing um, with like Google changing everything, right? Like they've just started to change the uh, GBP, right? They've started to- Nailed it. Yeah. Right. They've been starting to change that around. Um, you know, the, their sun setting Google analytics to the analytics Four. I mean, they're like SEO is a moving target. It's constantly changing. It's good to adapt and try new things, try new tools, see new things that are popping up. I like, um, the keyword ranking, all the data. So I'll just say, go check it out. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a a great tool that is, um, doing a lot of um, really innovative things. And uh, I like using it. So, yeah.
0: Go to uh, bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE ranking. That will get you a 30-day trial. That's standard trial is only 14 days. So it get you a full 30 days to try it out. Sometimes with these types of software, they're a little more... Uh, you know, complex than just a word document software. So you need some time to really dig into them. 30 days should be enough. Go ahead and go try that click through uh, and give that a shot. Now. Um, I say we jump into this article. Uh, you, you, you sent this over to me. Uh, this is by Aaron Bishield, excuse me, Aaron Bishield. And it's how to track customers and revenue from SEO In your CRM. And and this is really kind of enterprise level decision making. And we're going to jump into this because there's some really good stuff here. So uh, as an SEO pro or maybe even a CMO like chief marketing officer, you've probably struggled to prove how your efforts impact bottom line business metrics like customers and revenue. It's easy to install Google Google Analytics. And if you set up Google tracking on form submissions, uh, you can even measure number of leads. But historically, it's been much harder to get the same attribution data into your CRM and report on metrics like how many new sales opportunities were generated from SEO, how much pipeline, uh, the number of new customers. So Let's just talk about this and figure out if we've got a good solution, what to do with that solution, Uh, why you should track SEO effort with a CRM. So let's say you do SEO and you use paid advertising through Google, Facebook, other platforms, and using Google Analytics to measure visitors' goals, your analytics data uh, might, he actually gives an example, might look something like this. And the impression of that data, so don't worry about what that exactly looks like, unless Matt pulls that up. Um, But the impression of that data could be that Facebook ads and Google ads would appear to outperform your SEO efforts. With that data, you might spend most of your marketing budget on paid channels. But what if you could see the complete picture of the number of customers and revenue generated? You might see that your SEO efforts are far outperforming your paid ads and he gives these examples. In the example he gave, the average customer value is greater for SEO at eighteen hundred dollars per customer uh, than Google Ads was fifteen hundred dollars and Facebook Ads eleven hundred 1,100, or eleven forty two. And then also, okay. acquisition cost is lower for SEO at two hundred dollars than Google Ads at four sixteen and Facebook Ads at seven fourteen.
1: Yeah, Chris, so I would love to share that. I, I don't have my second screen with me, mm. um, you know, so I, I apologize for everybody watching on YouTube, but um, basically it's like an Excel spreadsheet and it's like your spend, your visitors and then your goals, right? And and that is great um, if you're running an e-commerce company, but if you're running like a service based company or you're measuring, um, you know, deals another way, you have to have the CRM tie-in, and a lot of times you got to have somebody at the company that's helping you qualify value leads, right? Because a lot of times you look at like traffic value, right? Here's how many people are doing that. You can use something like um, uh, CallRail, right, to to listen to the leads to to better qualify some of the leads, but to know that if they close or not, and to know if they produced revenue or not, uh, you really have to understand that based on the CRM or if it's a manual process, depending on the company, it depends on the size of the company. Um, but you you need that pull through, right? So you're, you're, you're driving stuff here and you can measure that activity. You can act, you can um, track those, those leads, those downloads, anything that you can do on the website, but to know if a deal happens, you got to pull it through, you got to tie it to the CRM. And one of the things I'll tell you is, when we started working together and also a lot of my background was paid media. Okay. So I, I had, I had a lot of experience on the paid side. Uh, I liked uh, being able to see the data and I liked being able to uh, go, okay, if I spend a dollar and I get a dollar 25 back, like I'm doing good. Right. Or whatever. But when you started seeing the fuller picture, when you started really looking at the analytics, uh, when you started utilizing these different tools to to see the value and and certainly tie it into the CRM, you realize that there's nothing out there that produces higher quality leads, more leads than SEO from, you know, and from an attribution standpoint, um, usually organic assists, right? Unless you're running paid to a landing page, um, even people that are coming direct, Uh, will a lot of times use the organic um, as an option. A lot of these people come back to a site multiple times before buying. Uh, Organic does so much for you. And that's why I'm really a proponent of SEO as a core strategy, because it provides you like the wind in your sails, like the wind at your back uh, anytime you're doing marketing. And so um, once you start getting more data, you'll see how valuable SEO is. If you don't already believe it, if you're already not uh, a believer and listening to this channel, um, certainly the data will 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 guide you in that direction as well. So.
0: We'll we'll prove it out. And and again, you're right. It's so much easier on e-com, right? So you just track it through. You're like, okay, this came from uh, a Google search. But 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 even then, like attribution is still a pain. But the point here, he's got he's got this data. At first, it shows that the leads are better, uh, that there's more traffic from these other sources. And then if you dig it in, if you carry that information through to the CRM and recognize that these customers are closing, in his example, it's $1,800 uh, for a customer who closes who came from SEO versus 1500 or 1142 for Google and Facebook ads. And then when you talk about acquisition costs, $200 for SEO as opposed to 416 or 714 for Google ads and Facebook ads. So in this case, if you've got this data, then you're able to make a great business case for how important SEO is and the business and for the business and potentially could win more budget and resources to help SEO grow. And we kind of know, and you just really nailed this down, kind of laid this out, We know that SEO is more valuable. Uh, We just sometimes need to get that data and and, and we can draw that through CRM. Yeah. So how to track customers and revenue from SEO with a CRM. So so number one is check the data. Ensure you have attribution data on each of your leads and customers inside your CRM. Uh, So this is going to be, you want to know the source channel. You want to know which campaign they came from. You want to know which ad group. Most CR systems, CRM systems, have custom fields that store contact information and sales opportunities. But do they also track how the customers discovered your business in the first place? That's what this is really boiling down to. The easiest way to do this is by adding hidden fields to the lead generation forms on your website and then writing the attribution information into those fields. Then the data is captured alongside the lead's name email address and phone number and once they now you can keep track of that data as that customer or lead goes into being a customer and what kind of you know customer are they in terms of how much value did they bring to the business most popular form building tools have the ability to add hidden fields to forms and make it easy to drag and drop them right so you can just do a drag drop to add this hidden field and then he makes the point Uh, Once you've added the hidden field to the form, you can use tools like Attributor.io. He is the founder of Attributor to figure out where each league has come from and write the data into the hidden field before they press submit. And then that gets sent into your CRM. I don't know if you've kind of wrestled with this.
1: I have not. I I can tell you that... a lot of times why we do these articles is to help improve our knowledge base. Right. And we're working with a lot of CRMs and certainly a lot of them have the ability to use hidden uh, fields. And that's much better than just asking the client where they heard about it because they typically will just say online. Um, so that's not as accurate. Uh, I know a lot of small businesses do that. Uh, but attributor.io is something that I'm going to check out. Right. Um, you know, whatever can, uh, make our jobs easier is worth it. And I think one of the biggest things to do within SEO as well as other digital is you got to stick your head up every once in a while. You got to like look around and you got to try out some different tools. Um, so that's something that I, I certainly do uh, and would encourage others to do as well. And
0: we've been wrestling with attribution, right? Attribution is, has gone through various, you know, capitulations. And then you add the recent, you know, protection of data from Apple, uh, you know, that that's made yeah. attribution e- even harder. Um, I think the data that I look uh, at from some of my e sites are, you know, it it is a rare occasion uh, where well, we have two kind of classes of customers that convert. One of them is they go directly to the website and they convert, right? Like it just happens like that. And the other is like they touch all forms of our marketing. So they came direct at first and then they did. They came through on an SEO click and then they came through on a paid ad on Google. Right. Because they researched it and got lazy and clicked the first one or they searched it on their mobile device. And the first one, the ad was there. And so they clicked that. And then finally, you know, we're getting Facebook ads because we're doing remarketing on Facebook. By the way, pro tip, best best ad dollar spent is remarketing, yeah. no doubt. Um, so so that's with e-com, when you start getting into these services where the sales actually happens offline, yeah, you've got to get that data in there and, and, and that data can be really important. And I think really Matt told you what the data is going to say, which is SEO is the most valuable, um, but you really do want to be able to prove that for yourself.
1: Well, also, if you're at a, a company and you're, you're trying to justify ad dollars to an SEO program, because sometimes it takes a while to get going, um, being able to understand what you're tracking and understand that, you know, what I've seen across the board, across all industries really is the SEO leads are the better quality leads. They're more researched, even to buy services, people will come back to the website 10 plus actually more like 20 plus times it depends between 10 and 20 times. Uh, you know a lot of companies uh, to decide what if they're going to buy it or not, right? And you got to understand that these searches and these things are happening without you even knowing about it, right? Unless you look at the data, these are not just all numbers on a screen. these are actual people. And so when when you tie that all together, it's really important to understand when you're building a strategy, what are the type of clients that we're looking for? What are the type of people that closed? And then start working backwards. And so start start with that data, closing the those leads that closed in the CRM, identifying what channels they are. It'll probably be SEO. And then you you start to expand further. And and attribution is a, a really big piece of that. So
0: yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, you the proof is in the pudding at the end of the day or in the data. All right. So You're getting data in there. Now you want to run reports with CRM or analytics tools. Again, the quickest and easiest way to do this is to use your CRM's built-in reporting tools. Depending on how advanced, uh, you should be able to report on metrics like the number of leads from SEO, the number of sales opportunities, the number of customers, the amount of revenue generated. Uh, So he's going to go through this. If you're looking for more advanced analytics, you can export the data to a spreadsheet and connect your CRM and or connect your CRM to third party analytics tools like Microsoft Power BI, mm-hmm. uh, Tableau, or Looker Studio, which is former formerly Google Data Studios. You really could I didn't heard, know the name
1: changed. Yeah,
0: Interesting. I, uh, yeah, we're always like popping up our head and looking and learning new stuff. By the way, I did reach out to uh, Attribute or .io and ask them a question about how they might be able to get some attribution data into my system. So you're right, like we got to lift up our head every now and then, like, oh, what's out there? And that's one of the benefits of us doing this podcast and and one of the benefits you get from listening to the podcast. Here's the kind of questions that you'd like to be answering with these reports. How many leads do we get from our SEO efforts on our product pages? Which search engines are generating the most customers? That shouldn't be a big surprise. (laughs) Which individual blog posts are generating the most leads? how many customers do we get from our content hub pages? So here are five metrics SEO professionals should be tracking. Uh, here, n- Now that you have your data, here are some of the ideas for reports you should look at to help you prove the value of your SEO efforts. So the first report is the number of leads from SEO versus other channels. So you might find uh and be able to demonstrate that SEO is generating more leads for the business than paid channels like Google ads and Google uh, and Facebook ads. So again, hey, maybe it's just the number of leads and that's important to track, but that's really really kind of standard. That's not taking this to the next level. Uh, The next report, the number of customers from SEO and other channels. So it's absolutely valuable to understand how many customers we're getting because you can look like. You can look at broad-based customer information and say the average customer does this and you can work that into the, the, the reports and figure out like what's the value of SEO or what's the average value. Um, and you can get a little bit more granular. Uh, so in that case, you might find the, that SEO is driving the majorities of majority of customers for your business. It's quite common for leads from organic search to convert much better down the funnel. This is what Matt was saying. Then from sources like Facebook ads, as these lids leads often have the problem your product service solves and are actively looking to purchase. Right? Again, that's the SEO results are the the, the problem well, and, that people are looking to solve. They find them there.
1: And Chris, one of the big caveats here is if your SEO is done right, if you mm. have the right content clusters, uh, if you have the right funnels built, um, you know your SEO doesn't work unless you understand the customer journey and the customer flow. That's why we do so many workshops with clients when they first come on. That's why we put so much time into digital strategy first, because it's got your your website's got to be built properly um, for you to start building the little engine drivers of SEO and content. uh, And they need to be all linked together where it makes sense to Google and it makes sense to a customer. So if your website is not working because of, uh, like SEO, and you're you're getting leads other ways, which uh, I would say, you know, conferences, right, are now after COVID coming back. Um, referrals, everybody that I always talk to is always like, my number one lead source is referrals, and I think that that's fantastic, and and that's the way it really should be. But what that's also saying is you don't have your digital marketing engines firing on all cylinders because there's no pace in which referrals could outpace digital the number of leads that you can generate online yeah. by the number of people searching. Like there's just, there's no comparison. So if your number one source is referrals, you might want to say, I would love to build an engine driver that's as big or bigger than my referral source. And how am I going to do that? I need to make an investment in digital marketing.
0: Yep. So. Yeah, I've always said that the number in terms of like company growth, if you're driven only by referrals, and this is just kind of a broad based number, is about five to 10%, right? So you're happy with five to 10% growth in your business year over year. Okay, that's great. Um but most business owners, especially small business owners, uh, are more interested in a bigger growth. So you've got to do it other than that. And then you get to the enterprise level. And that's that's just not that's just not acceptable. Like you can't just continue to extract value from the existing customer base. You actually have to be growing your customer base. And that's actually what generates more value. If you want to talk in terms of, hey, eventually you want to exit the business. It's that customer growth that puts the real value uh, in, in the business. So You've got to get that 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 marketing piece. Right.
1: I have an article uh, that I just, just published on that, Chris, I'll have to send it to you. Oh yeah. Um, Cool. Yeah. We're, 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 you know, that's one of the things that as uh, we're going into this economic downturn that we're looking to do is um, maybe pick up some businesses and apply some marketing to them and uh, see what, see, see what happens at that point. Cause uh, there's a lot of businesses we have quite a bit of experience with, and we, we know how to build a framework and, um, grow companies, so um, could get interesting. So that's that's something that we're positioned for. I'll I'll have to send you that. You tell me what you think. So,
0: very cool. Yeah, uh, I'll enjoy reading that. All right, number report number three. You want to look at revenue from SEO by landing page group. So the example graph, and he gave an example graph here. Uh, the landing page groups are broken down into like homepage, which is not really a group. That's a page or blogs or competitor pages or webinars. This report allows you to see what types of content are generating customers and revenue from search engines and can help you identify what you need to create more of. Similarly, if you see a change in the amount of customers and revenue coming from SEO, you might be wondering where that's from. You might be asking, was it from, the fact that the homepage saw a boost in rankings, or is it that the blog posts and webinars we've been diligently creating are starting to get traction? Those are answers that you can have from looking at the re- revenue from SEO uh, by landing page report, uh, well, by landing page group report.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think that this is interesting on how he breaks up like competitor pages, right? Like I, I would, I haven't, I haven't done a lot of effort on competitor pages. we built, third party pages, review sites for clients. Right. And, and, and then that generates more trust and referral based uh, to the site uh, and then blog and webinars. Like I think that there could be a whole podcast on the different types of uh, lead pages to generate revenue. Um, you know, this, this wouldn't be how I would break it down. And it's just interesting to see how other people break it down because more than likely um you know, if, if this guy is a conversion guy, he probably has a lot of competitor pages, how he does versus the competitors based on software. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can see why he does that. And then certainly webinars are a great way to educate people and then blog and then home. Uh, I think there's a lot of other categories out here. And I think it depends on your business, which one works best. Uh, And it's great to have a couple different ones and then compare that growth. I, I think even the homepage, uh, option. there's so much traffic generated just from that there there might be other pages on the site that you want to segment that out a little bit more mm. to 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 maybe see. but he's just basically saying his blog, his website, competitor pages, webinars. so but very interesting. And,
0: yeah, and you're right, homepage may like cover like all base services, right? because yeah. he didn't break that out separately. So it could be yeah. a broad swath of like your standard navigation. As opposed to the blogs, the competitor pages, and the webinars, and some of this is, you know, born out of you know what's the strategy? There may be a different team if you've got a big enough company. You've got a different team working on the competitor page strategy, and another one working on the blog strategy, and the other one just kind of optimizing the existing and and, and kind of usually targeted uh, core pages of the website. So, and, yeah. and you you make a good point. I don't know if it was intentional uh, that. That this guy, right, this author, um, Aaron, is it has access as as the founder of Attributor.io, has access to a whole slew of information, and so it can be breaking like Ken maybe ha- saw the trend. We're like, hey, we really should be looking at these like as blogs or as competitor pages because those actually can make a difference. So yeah. really cool stuff. Report number four is the average deal size from SEO versus other channels. So combined with the number of customers that came from SEO and the conversion rates can be useful in modeling potential budgetary increases. Like all of this is just boiling down to, and we kind of know what the data is gonna say, at least we have very strong opinions about what the data is gonna say, but to have that data really just, it changes the game. If you're having kind of tough conversations with with your CFO or your treasurer or whatever, and and you're like, well, now let's just break it down Here's the actual revenue generated well, from SEO. That's yeah, always going to be better.
1: I would I would say, um, really, it, I, I think why people are, are are tuning in and and why people look at an article like this is they're trying to say, all right, I'm trying to justify uh, SEO versus the other channels, and probably the first thing they're realizing is, hey. I need to link this into my CRM because once I get all this data, all these different reports, I already know that it will tell me this sort of thing. Um, how, How do I get to that place, right? And I think like even one of the questions should be before that, like the question that if you get asked of how do you justify um seo as a spend item you say like where do you think all these leads are coming from (laughs) right like okay if this is how many are from facebook and all the different ads linkedin twitter whatever um this huge portion of this is it referrals is it just the website converting well what's that question behind the question how is that website just converting is this all just direct traffic business and if it's not, you could even see that in Google Analytics. And 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 then you can reverse engineer how valuable SEO is. Um, and then you can use some of these third-party tools like SEO ranking to figure out the value of that traffic if you were to buy those ads. And I'm surprised he hasn't mentioned that, right? That's one of the things I like about the third-party tools is you can say, okay, well, if we were to buy this amount of ads, mm. it's worth this amount, right? Yeah. This and, is what it would cost, Yeah. Yeah, you could do some quick analysis and present that, and say, "Hey, here's what the data is telling me already. I would like to dig in and provide even more uh, insight into this by linking it into the CRM. And then here's some of the type of reports that I could generate. And um, you know, so so I think we're putting the cart behind the before the horse a little bit with all these questions because it's all SEO versus whatever. And if you just had that visibility in the CRM. Um, this is probably what the data would show, but, but I think that that's the first step. And I think that that's what people are looking for is, okay, how do we link it in and how do we measure that data? Because now you're just using it as a different channel to compare against others. And and you're going to see whatever the data tells you. And maybe, Hey, maybe for your business, LinkedIn ads might be working better, right? YouTube might be working better. Um, and, and so, um, I don't know. I, I, I think that. Those are the questions behind the question that uh, probably people are asking, so.
0: Yeah. All right, so this is the final report. He says, uh, Aaron says that you should be looking at um, time to close from SEO versus other channels. So how long does it take for the, the, for the, that lead, that visitor, to actually convert into traffic. Uh, this can be useful in several, several ways. Firstly, it's quite common that sales opportunities from SEO will close faster than those from channels like Facebook ads because leads from SEO tend to be more of a purchase mode. Uh, they tend to also have more credibility. A Facebook ad is something that pops in front of them. Uh, an SEO result is, you know, effectively has the endorsement of Google, um, you know, and and then w- if they're searching, they're actually searching for solutions. Uh, you can use this time to, to close, right, time to close metric to understand when the changes you are advocating will start to have an impact on revenue this can help ensure your model doesn't show revenue increases too early and can help prevent finance teams, right? CFOs treasurers from retracting the budget. If the numbers aren't met quickly enough. So you, if you know that time to conversion, that's, that's really good. And then I
1: think, I think that's like super big. Like what is the sales cycle look like and how long do these deals deal size one and then like time to close Super important, right? Yep. And that's something even in like analytics, you can see. Um, I, I think that that's probably like the the biggest takeaway, at least for me, is time to close. Because um, yes, you certainly know, really enterprise level, right? Yeah, I mean, well, six months a year for SEO programs are what's needed to kick something off. People are like, yeah. "Hey, I want to do this for a month. I want to do this for a quarter and see what happens." Really, you gotta you gotta get the ranking then people got to come to the site and then that sales cycle starts so you know depending if your sales cycle is not like a couple days um you know you really need a, a certain amount of runway to get seo up and running and and i think time to close is is super important and that's something that should be talked about more so yeah
0: yeah all right, to wrap up, if you start tracking the sources of every one of your leads in your organization's CRM, then not only would you be able to show exactly how many customers and how much revenue SEO is generating, but you'd be then be able to accurately model out how budget increases of strategy uh, changes will drive bottom line growth. Um, Patif to Aaron Bichel, uh, what a really good article. You know, this is enterprise level SEO. And you really should be applying this to. Actually, I looked at the pricing for Attributor.io, and you know their their kind of base one website package with a small amount of leads, relatively small amount of leads is like forty nine bucks. So um, this is something that you might want to consider, even if you're a small business. Definitely the kind of attribution you want to be tracking if you're if you're a large enterprise business. And then I've got to run. Uh, so unless you've got any closing statements, Matt.
1: Uh, I would just say, uh, really find a way if you're not to track your SEO and, and tying it into the CRM is probably the, the best strategy. And that's the one I would encourage you to pursue first uh, because that is that closing of the loop data. That's absolutely critical uh, when you're trying to create, to justify the value of, of SEO and SEO program. So awesome.
0: Hey, so if you're interested in growing your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, uh, go to ewrdigital.com and fill out our form. Schedule an appointment. Talk with one of our internet marketing experts. Uh, you will be pleasantly surprised, or you know, maybe disappointed in what might be happening uh, with your marketing <laughs> right now, and That's then true. pleasantly su- pleasantly surprised that the solutions are are in reach. Uh, so, again, go to EWR digital for that, uh, d- digital.com for that. Uh, and do go check out our sponsor, SE Ranking. Go to bestseopodcast.com forward slash SE Ranking. And until the next podcast, my name's Chris Burris.
1: My name is Matt Bertram. Mm, uh, bye bye for now.